You are now listening to the Mostly Sober Podcast. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me, as always, is my good pal, Zach Uhas. Hi, Travis. Uh, I am here. I am actually really ready to drink this beer today. Oh, my God. I know. Let's open it. Well, I, I'm going to be hesitant again because I'm, it's probably going to overflow like a get, son of a gun. Get the, get the, nap, get the napkins ready. You know what? This is Miller Lite. I'm going to trust it. All if right. it betrays me. What, is it like a trust fall? It's like a trust open? Did it start foam? It started foam, and he's doing uh, he's doing a little bit of a, a beer chug right now. Impromptu beer chug. That is nice. <laughs> is it oh. nice? Is it nice? Nice. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> oh. Oh. So today, I think we are going to cover. We got a lot. Know, yeah, there. Yeah, there is a lot. Some of the most trending and interesting or boring topics that have been, you know, trending and on everybody's newsfeed on everybody's mind the past week or so oh man so it's it's been a meltdown on social media in all honesty and uh i'm i'm loving looking at it all because I, I really don't have a strong opinion on too many things and looking at this it's amazing there's so much it's finally some shit that brushes the kiki challenges off to the side which was like the only thing that was happening in the past two months oh thank god that's over i know dude. the <laughs> best one is the one where dude shits the, the, yeah, the dude shitting was a good one, and the cow. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the cow walking alongside of it. Um, now, before we get into that, we had a pretty, pretty legit weekend. Oh, we did. We had a great time. Yeah, we went down to the uh, the Pittsburgh Rib Festival, where one of our one of our favorite artists, country artists at the time, Granger Smith, was uh, performing down there. Um, it was, and we had the pleasure of going back and meeting him. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went backstage and met um, him actually in a Steeler locker room. Yeah, and it made me want to throw up. Yeah. But, like, we went to the merch table to buy some merch, and uh, the dude that was there was like, oh, you, you're the most sober podcast guys, right? Granger really wants to meet you. So we, we went back yeah. and uh, we met him. It was fantastic. He's like, he's like, oh, my God, it's, it's Travis Neal and Zach Uhas. I've heard you guys so many times, but I never, got to, I never got to meet you in person. I'm so glad you came to my free show. That didn't happen. We paid 25 bucks. We went back <laughs> and got an autograph <laughs> to meet the guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was way worth it. Granger's awesome. He does, a, he does a great show. He puts on a great show every year, every time we see him. Uh, and his music's great, too. Uh, Music is really good. And then we had a little bit of a Labor Day party, which was fun. Did some wiffle ball. I think yes. I, be, I believe we talked about wiffle ball the last time we had a holiday that happened. Yeah, I'd say so. It was another, you know, like what was it Fourth of July Memorial Day? Again, yeah, something one of them fucking days of the year. Yeah, but but yeah, we, we had a good time doing that too. So um, that's just that's what we've been up to, uh, and, and of course working and doing the podcast, of course. So, uh, the, ah, but what's up with this fucking weather? Oh yeah, dude, Jesus criminy! It it's like first off, it's like. 95 degrees outside, but it's stickier than my fucking asshole after cutting grass. I like, I can't deal with it. No, dude, it's it's way too hot. I hate yeah. every minute of it. I can't. I don't like it at all. I'm I'm so ready for fall, and of course next month we're gonna have Harv on, 
uh, as many weeks as possible. We're hoping for four weeks for our conspiracy conspiracy month in October uh, because it's our favorite month of the year. At least it's my favorite month of the year. I know it's pretty close to being yours. And uh, we're going to cover a bunch of conspiracies around mm, that time. Yeah, it's going to going to be my favorite month of the year probably yeah it's going to be a good one and um we're going to be instead of drinking beers during the month of october we have to drink pumpkin spice lattes um uh made by our good friend at starbucks what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> like we just completely cha- we completely changed uh oh they're doing a- yeah the mostly latte podcast <laughs> everything it's is gonna be the French uh- vanilla <laughs> Mostly sober latte chug. Yeah, with your fucking vanilla ass over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the very first trending topic that we want to get into that's been causing a, melt, a, a massive meltdown on social media. Uh, just as uh, when was this even announced? Do you remember what it, was it? Was it Tuesday or Monday that it was announced? Uh, I probably, I probably Tuesday after the holiday. Yeah, um, I want to say that it was. That's when I. That's when I first like. Well, I didn't see it. I just seen like stuff on Twitter and right, uh, the Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you dip into like the the trendy like stuff every now and then. Yeah, uh, but the big thing that's uh, that's sweeping the, the the social media waves right now is Colin Kaepernick and the Nike deal. Uh, and this is for the Just Do It campaign for the 30th anniversary for Just Do It. Now, I, why are do I am I seeing like pictures in? Videos of people burning shit. Oh like, yeah, with, that's with the Nike logo on it. That's ridiculous. That's to like me. the first thing, right? Like there's uh, there's a few things like, there's a few things that I've noticed. First off, that's happening on social media is a lot of people are cutting out their Nike swooshes from their shirts, their sh- their shoes. That their ruins socks. them. Yeah, I mean, well, right. I, I think what the people are trying to do is make a statement for whatever reason. What, to look like a fucking bum? Uh, mostly. You already spent the money on it. Right. It's yours, right? And, and then there's other people that are like, got all their shoes lined up, and then they, they're holding a lighter to their shoes, and they go over to like a eulogy candle. <laughs> and I, like no, the I've never candle. seen that. Yeah, those, that one. ones, those ones are kind of fun, too. Um, but we do have a clip of the, there's a commercial that came out. For Colin Kaepernick, it's about a, a, a two-minute commercial. We're going to play the commercial for you guys to take a listen to. It's actually pretty inspirational. Um, the video does a lot more justice justice for the video than than of course just the audio does. But uh, if you get a chance to check it out, you can listen to it. And then me and Haas will um, discuss exactly what our thoughts are on the uh, the whole situation. But here's the commercial. If people say your dreams are crazy, if they laugh at what you think you can do, good. Stay that way. Because what non-believers fail to understand is that calling a dream crazy is not an insult. It's a compliment. Don't try to be the fastest runner in your school or the fastest in the world. Be the fastest ever. Don't picture yourself wearing OBJ's jersey. Picture OBJ wearing yours. Don't settle for homecoming queen or linebacker. Do both. Lose 120 pounds and become an Ironman after beating a brain tumor. Don't believe you have to be like anybody to be somebody. If you're born a refugee, Don't let it stop you from playing soccer, 
for the national team at age 16. Don't become the best basketball player on the planet. Be bigger than basketball. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. When they talk about the greatest team in the history of the sport, make sure it's your team. If you have only one hand, don't just watch football. Play it at the highest level. And if you're a girl from Compton, don't just become a tennis player. Become the greatest athlete ever. Yeah, that's more like it. So don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy enough. All right, that's a, uh, a snippet there from... Colin Kaepernick's Nike 30th anniversary Just Do It commercial. Um, it's a pretty inspirational commercial, in my opinion. I think it was it was uh, it's very well uh, produced for sure. Obviously, it's Nike, but um, the lines that Kaepernick said was amazing. And if you take a look at the video, it's also quite inspirational to to look at. Um, but of course, it's it's very controversial in the world right now for whatever reason. Um, I believe it has a lot to do with what he did in the NFL um, as far as kneeling down for the national anthem to make a silent protest uh, towards what's happening um, from which I believe would be like the black race um, whenever it's like, you know, white cops beating um, black males or whatever the situation is. Who cares? Who cares about any of that? Right, I mean... That's so stupid. It, yeah, it, it is, it's dumb. Oh, you don't want this person to be the spokesperson for Nike because he sat down on a fucking bench. <laughs> or kneeled down during the anthem, right? Like, there's so many people that, like, really get into this a little bit deeper. It doesn't bother me one, one bit. Good for the dude. I mean, he's not playing football because nobody will sign him because it's, I don't know, bad publicity. 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 <laughs> Fuck! But who cares? Yeah. Who cares? If you need a quarterback, he's he's there. He's not uh, terrible. Well, he's 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 not the best. I don't, well, obviously not the best, but but he's definitely better than he can definitely start on some teams right now, in my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and he's getting a lot of uh, no's from individuals and from teams saying that he's not good enough. That's why he's not getting picked. But in reality, it's probably because of this bad publicity that is going on with him right now. Uh, and the whole situation with the national anthem, and then all this controversy over the the Nike deal that he just got. Um, but nope. in in my opinion, looking at it from my point of view, um, you know, people can argue the fact that he could have done something differently as a protest rather than kneeling for the national anthem. Other people say, well, this is the best way to do a silent protest. I mean, we can battle about this all day. I personally don't have an opinion on it at all. No, neither do I. Um, I, I don't have I'm, – I'm completely unbiased in the whole situation. Um, I'm happy for the fact that he is the spokesperson. And the only reason that I am happy about it, because I could care less about Colin Kaepernick, period. Um, but the only reason I am happy for it is because of the commercial that I watched. I was like, oh, damn, it's inspirational. That's an inspirational commercial. I want Nike to be inspirational. And it worked. Let <laughs> me like, burn my shoes now. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm not going to go outside and burn burn my my kicks. That's so stupid. Like, <laughs> People I, take okay. it way too far. They take it way I too far. I don't think 
you're a football player. I don't think your beliefs should have anything to do with your sport. I agree. Uh, I, I mean... You, you know, shouldn't be sidelined for what you believe in. Oh, I believe in God. I believe in Satan. <laughs> Yo, bench that motherfucker over there before he pulls some ritual shit out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's like sitting on his side with like tea candles all around him and his fucking fingers crossed and his nails painted black. Yeah, I yeah, mean... I, I Okay, I understand. Like, I was going to say, like, you're... It should be all about your skill. But if you're out here murdering motherfuckers or doing Mm, uh, drugs or failing wellness policies, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but if you're you're outside, if you're, like, killing people, that's on a different level than a silent protest of some sort for something that you believe in. He's not physically hurting anybody. Um, That's that's a way different. I mean, there's murderers out there playing football right now. Well, I'll tell you this right now. uh, I went to a Pirates game maybe... Three years ago, I didn't. I was too drunk to stand for that for the anthem. Hundred percent, it's a true story. Zach, get out of here. <laughs> Leave. Hit the I didn't even know what was happening. And while you're while you're at it, burn your fucking Nike shoes too. I don't have any Nike shoes. I do. You have you have one pair of Nikes. I have four pair. Oh, you have. Four, <laughs> God, yeah. You went from none to four. Yeah, they're in my closet somewhere. Oh, oh, I remember the low tops. Yeah, I can't wear high tops. That's for fags. Oh, oh. okay. Stupid people. <laughs> Jesus. He's three for three right now with that F word on here. I keep warning him about. I didn't say it three times today. You know, three for three on the last three episodes. No, dro- I did not say it one time last week. You're a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. You definitely did. Nope. Okay. Anyhow, um, uh, what do you say about a most sober beer chug before we move on to the next topic that we have to discuss about? Well, if, if I offend anyone, please don't burn your mostly sober merch <laughs> <laughs> yeah the merch the merchandise that hasn't come out yet yeah please don't burn it um would be yeah, really don't, disappointed it hasn't come out yet yet it's coming i'm drinking it's coming, it's coming. I had so much trouble, dude, swallowing that beer after saying that. I'm glad you said beer because I was coming right for you. I know. I know you were. I, I like, looked at you and your eyes, like, squinted, like, he's going to stop. Let him stop. I'm going to jump on this like a cheetah on an antelope. Oh. All right. So um, that's, like, that's all I really have to say uh, yeah, about that whole situation. Yeah. Uh, summer. Some, yes. I cannot talk today. <laughs> Summarizing the whole thing for me. Good for Colin Kaepernick uh, that he has something to do now besides play Game Boy Color. Um, <laughs> yeah. <It's> just, <laughs> uh, good for the dude. He's doing something. He's not, you know. He's, he, he's instead, of, like last year, he he's was. He's not a- burning houses down in, in protest or anything. Right. La- last he was just year, sitting there. He was able to buy Madden and actually play as himself. Now he has to actually create himself on Madden, which. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that would be sucky. <laughs> That'd be really shitty. If I was in his shoes, I'd be like, God damn it, I was on Madden last year. Now I'm not even a free agent on here. Uh, which is another controversial thing with that, real quick, with Colin Kaepernick. There was a lyric inside of one of the songs that was chosen to be on the soundtrack for Madden that uses Kaepernick's name in it, and they bleep it out. Really? Yeah, they bleep out Kaepernick's name because something about the lawsuits and things that are going on. Kaepernick- why would they even pick that song then? Exactly. If they knew what exactly. they were doing. Exactly. I think now th- this is mad. Oh, EA. It's, it's, it's EA. EA fucks everything up. Right. And on top of it, though, like the NFLPA is a part of it, right? The Player Association. Yeah. So, I mean, 
you know, I, I don't know really what the whole situation is with that, but the, there was a lyric that uses Kaepernick's last name, and obviously they were just like, they bleeped it out like it was like fucking cuss word. <laughs> like, this is, this is the extent that this topic is going at but i just i just can't believe it i mean there's so mm, there's so many more like other things that you can put your attention to <laughs> yeah that are way worse let's like like um yeah like starvation in the or, united or states hurricane like, tortilla or something <laughs> hurricane hurricane tortilla Whatever all right thing. let's move on to one of we can even uh, pay attention to, like fresh avocados we can have a whole other podcast about Vine. Oh, uh, yeah, we can do one. And how we should bring it back. We're going to do a Vine protest episode soon. I'm, I'm going to create my own app. Be six seconds. Called Twigs. <laughs> be a millionaire. <laughs> I'm going to create one called Sticks. And no, I'm going to create one called Branches. And it's going to be 12 seconds. That's way too long. Nah, 12 second Vine. All right, but uh, we're, d- we're done talking about Colin Kaepernick. If you have anything to say, tweet us and let us, let us know your opinion. Yeah, let us know your thoughts about uh, Colin Kaepernick and the Nike deal. Uh, I don't want to hear really much of your protest, but, um, but your, no, opinion, I, I your wanna, opinion matters. I, I want to move on to something that uh, is fucking everywhere, and it's your fucking niche. You fucking love, you live and breathe for this shit. Yeah. It's like your heroin that's act that's actually not real heroin. Yeah, it can't fit in a needle. But you'd love to shoot it all up in your veins, because tell me what's <laughs> going on with this Eminem MGK rap oh, popping off you, on motherfuckers shit. Dude, you know? it is literally, it is all over the place. Is it? It's lit, isn't it? It is, it is lit. lit. It is it's super lit. It is. Um, it all starts with uh, a surprise album that Eminem dropped last Friday called Kamikaze. Um, he it's he's starting to call out rappers and start naming names on this album. Uh, a big difference from Revival. I think everybody should really go in and check it out. It's an awesome, awesome album. I, I, it's probably my favorite since the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's it's to that point. I even told my brother um, and a couple other people like if it's not number one in my book, it's number two. Okay. Number one, obviously, being Marshall Mathers you know, I, LP. I, I really enjoyed the Eminem show too. Mm. I like the Eminem show it's as a, well. An unsung hero of Slim album. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a fun album. Till you know? I collapse, Square Dance, all those jams that are Ooh, on there. Hollywood, saying goodbye to Hollywood. Oh yeah, these are all good. These are all great jams. I think you would really appreciate this album if you ever have the time to sit down and listen to it. Um, it's only like forty-six minutes long or something. It's not that extravagant, but uh, he starts naming people. Uh, obviously, he had a lot of shade thrown at him from the revival album that most folks didn't think went so well for him. Uh, it was a more mature or quote-unquote woke Eminem, um, where he wasn't just going crazy, and he was, you know. But that's that's the Eminem people like. That, that's the Eminem people love. That's where like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Jay Z did a little bit of a change when he released his 444 album not too long ago. Oh, oh, oh. And um, it's a more mature Jay-Z album. And, you know, some people were like, oh, this is great. And some people were like, ah, oh, it's okay. I, I was personally no, a the fan. No, the Jay-Z I want is where I have to brush the dust off his shoulders. <laughs> you want the old Black Album Jay-Z back? Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> well, with this one, uh, he starts naming people. And amongst the names that he, that he named on this, uh, on this album that he was throwing some disses at and they were just kind of like disses honestly but they you know they probably hit some of the artists pretty hard um tyler the creator got hit most of the mumble rappers from six nine little pump little xan uh drake got hit joe budden got hit pretty hard um 
MGK. Oh um, man, I've, I I never even heard like half of those names before. Oh, I yeah. have no idea who any of those people are. Well, you know Drake, and you know Six Nine. Oh, Takashi's my dude. <laughs> Trey White. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, like who the hell is Little Xanax? I, dude, I don't, I don't really know. I just Joe know. Budden. That sounds like a politician. Uh, Joe Budden's an old school rapper. Now he's a podcast host. He's more professional now. Uh, speaking of podcast and TV host, uh, Charlemagne was also on the list because of what he had to say on his podcast, The, the Breakfast Club. Uh, in regards to the Revival album. And uh, he wasn't a big fan of it, said it was trash, and then obviously Eminem came back and tore him up a little bit on this next on this album. Um, now, uh, one of the only people who responded lyrically to Eminem was MGK with a song called Rap Devil. Which is a play on Rap God. Yeah, which is a play on Rap God, right. Um and I mean, really, all that I got from the entire song. Well, first, I tell you what. Let's let's take a listen to, um, let's take a listen to the verse that actually calls out MGK um, on the song "Not Alike," which is normally it's featuring Royce the Five Nine on this song, and uh, it's basically calling out, um, it's calling out MGK. MGK. Oh, you run the streets, huh? Now you wanna come and fuck with me, huh? This little cocksucker, he must be feeling himself. He wants to keep up his tough demeanor, so he does a feature, decides to team up with Nina. But next time, you don't gotta use Tech 9 if you wanna come at me with a submachine gun. And I'm talking to you, but you already know who the fuck you are, Kelly. I don't use sublims, insurance fuck don't sneak this. But keep commenting on my daughter, Haley, I keep on telling motherfuckers, but just in case you forgot, really, you need jaw memory, jarred like strawberry or pineapple apricot jelly. I respond, really, but this time's shady, about to sound off like a fucking cock, semi clock to me. God, let me put a fucking silence on this little non threatening blonde, very cornball. Taking shots at me, you're not ready, fool. Break yourself like rock steady crew. Obviously, I'm not getting through. We can get it popping like Red and Black, letting off like Remy Ma, heavy artillery. And that's a piece of what Eminem had to bring to the table uh, against MGK, which uh, which was pretty enjoyable to listen to. I really like the R. Kelly reference as well. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he just he comes at him, man, in this, and and I mean, it really wasn't an entire song that was. He doesn't do an entire song to diss any of these guys. It's more so just like a por- a portion of a verse that he hits these guys with. And and in my opinion, I think what Eminem's plan is is to have he needs to get that that fire back that he had in him whenever the world was against him, whenever you know he was the Eminem that everybody loved and, and a lot of people hated because he was vulgar. And yeah. everyone's like little white boy kids, like, oh my god, it's Eminem, it's Eminem. Right, but but they have they get they, he produces that, like you know, like you you feel that he's just angry whenever he's rapping, and that's what the Eminem that people love. Uh, and in order for him to conjure up that type of energy, he needs somebody to come at him. And really, he's so good, people don't want to come at him. Did you see the meme? It's a picture of Machine Gun Kelly, and it says. Yo, yo, Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> from Stan? Yeah. From Stan's song? Yeah, I didn't see that, but that's funny. I liked, I liked that. I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah now, well, why, why did uh, uh, Marshall call him out in the first place? Um, well, there was a song that he that he did with Tech 9 uh, a few years ago. Uh, I want to say 2012 in my mind. Damn. Yeah. And this is, this is how long it took Eminem. To, Eminem didn't say anything about it because, you know, he's... He's bigger than that. Like, he's not the type of... He's like, who the fuck is this fucking peon? You know, I don't want to... Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly has, for instance, on Twitter, 1.9 million followers, which we would love to have, but Eminem has fucking 20 million followers. Like, 
that's just the scale that those two rappers are on. And he writes a song, mentions Haley's name in it at one point, which is Eminem's that's daughter. That's a fucking no no. Right. And it's eight that's well, a six, big six no-no. years later. He drops a surprise album and then just hits him with like a little warning verse, like "Shut your mouth, you're a bitch," type deal. And um, I think his whole idea was to name some of these people who had criticism towards him, and perhaps he's not a fan of, or maybe had some harsh words to say about his last album, and and hopes to get somebody to respond to him so that he can ignite that fire that he once had. Uh, it's kind of all a trap, in my opinion. And um, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to have like because nobody you know, I, who okay first okay uh, is is there like beef beef between any like rappers anymore? No, like, real like I'm gonna fucking kill you like type of shit. <laughs> no, I mean last time what I mean you you had uh, last time was probably honestly Eminem whenever he was going with um, oh what the fuck Benzino. Whenever he did Benzino back in the day, that was like in the two thousands, early two thousands. I think that was kind of like the like last. 50, Fifty had shit with people too, ain't it? Uh, oh yeah, Fifty did a little bit with uh, a few folks. I can't even really remember who Fifty was beefing with at one time. Maybe the game. Did him and the game go at it? Well, they were they were in G Unit together, weren't they? Oh yeah, maybe they were. I don't know. I can't I can't remember who Fifty went at at one point. Um. But yeah, I mean, there was there's a little bit of beef here and there uh, that was sprinkled in throughout the last few years, well, the last decade or so, and um, there hasn't been that much energy. And I think, well, I think another good thing that Eminem did with this album, calling these people out and hoping to spark some sort of fire for himself, is also sparking fire for the artists who are lyrically inclined. Um, like Eminem, like, I mean, MGK, obviously, there's not a rapper out there that's going to be able to touch Eminem at all lyrically. He's obviously the, probably the, he's easily the best rapper alive right now. There's no doubt in my mind. It might be the best to, to have ever done it. Um, but the fact that he's getting ready, he's, he's, he's opening the door for people to showcase what they can do lyrically towards him is awesome. And I think it's also good for, I'm putting it in air quotes, the sport of hip hop. Which is not necessarily sport, but more so the art of hip hop. Horror pop. Horror pop. <laughs> but um, what I do want to do for you guys, though, is just play a small clip of um, Rap Devil uh, that was released by MGK, uh, which, keep in mind, is an entire it's an entire song dedicated to the comeback or clapback, as they say in the rap game, to Eminem. Uh, and his song that he did with Royce to Five Nine called Not Alike, where he was mentioned on it. Uh, so we'll play a little snippet of Rap Devil. We'll discuss it and then we'll move on. Somebody grab some clippers. This fucking beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talking about, I'ma call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I've been handle your shit. Uh, mad about something I said in 2012. Took you six years and a surprise album just to come with a diss. Uh, Homie, we get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking dweeb, all you do is read the dictionary and stay inside. Fuck rap god, I'm the rap devil. Come a bare face with a black shovel like the Armageddon. When the smoke settle, his body next to this instrumental. I'm saying, I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Let's talk about the fact you actually blackball a rapper that's twice as young as you. Let's call Sway, ask why I can't go up to shape 45 because of you. 
And that is a snippet of Rap Devil by MGK. Uh, again, he's the only person that came at Eminem lyrically. In all honesty, he did a fantastic job lyrically on the song, which was the first comeback. I think he did a great job. If you have a chance to listen to that, it's awesome. But he's opening up a can of worms, and people should probably start writing eulogies for MGK before. He is going to get slain. <laughs> I know. Hard. I mean, and, and, you know, the best part about it is I think MGK even knows it. Like, 2024 like, comes along. He's going to get He's going to get hit. Uh, yeah, six years again. Another six years before Eminem. Was that fucking, six years? I just said a random year. I don't know. Eight? Yeah, no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, uh, uh, yeah, actually, I think it, yeah, it is. Now, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Slim did when he heard that? Probably laughed. He may have not even listened to it. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, oh, he had to. Have, I know. You, you think he would? You think people would be like, "Hey, man, you got to check this out." MGK finally he came back at you on this, but. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's, it's he probably said, you know, good for him. Yeah, okay, and great, now he's going to get job. His. Yeah, right. It, it, but again, if Eminem's entire plan was to start a fire for him, great because he's doing so. He's by, back in the spotlight again, and I think MGK did Eminem a favor by responding. Yeah, it's it's a win-win because little pump and little Zan was just like disappointed that Eminem called him out on like he went on their because they're probably a bunch of pussies. Well, of course they are. Little little pump was like, oh man, I'm still a fan though with a heart with a, a broken heart emoji on an Instagram post. Like like I'm still like I'm still a fan, Em. But and six nine's trying to rap, but he realizes it's impossible for him to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's where we're at with that. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Right now, and and if if Eminem is doing um doing this specifically to get more hype towards the lyrically inclined rappers or MCs as they call them, um, great because there's a lot of focus on MGK and Eminem right now, which yeah, is, a which lot. is wonderful. It's everywhere you look, and I, I think it's good for hip hop. It's good for the both of these artists. And it's enjoyable from my perspective. Look, of a we'll prove this a fact. I'll just click on Facebook, and I guarantee you, within two seconds, there will be a post about about that. Besides, that's metal music. That's something. Look, and right there. There it is. Yeah, right there. It took how how long? It took literally like three and seconds. I'm literally not even lying. Like it's yeah, right there. It's Eminem and MGK facing each other. There's and for the record, everyone that's been listening, as of September fifth. Uh, of us recording it. Eminem has not responded to Rap Devil yet. There's a bunch of fake-ass posts out there that people keep sharing on Facebook and Twitter and all these other places. Yeah, to get the fucking likes and listens. Get the likes and listens and the views. And some of them aren't even Eminem, and some of them are fucking lyrics and and songs that he did years ago that that people never heard of before. So um, keep an eye out for that shit, but... In all honesty, I think uh, the overall summary of this all is, like I said, start writing your your eulogies for MGK because he's probably going to be slain. Um, in addition to that, um, so you can even give some prayers for him. You know, good, good. <laughs> say some prayers, like M, please don't don't kill him, but he's kill going, him. He's going to. Uh, I saw a post today on Facebook. It said, "Hey, I'm going to Fallout Boy tonight. Does anyone want to go? Might be the last time you see MGK live." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's true. It's a true story here. Um, but I think that it's good for hip-hop. It's good for both of these artists. It's nice to see Eminem where he's at right now lyrically and mentally. That's the Eminem that everyone loves, a.k.a. Slim Shady. That's the one that we want to hear. 
So it's glad I'm glad that he's back. And with that being said, it's time for a mostly sober motherfucking beer chug. All right, yeah. Let's go into Ooh, it. We were really into that conversation. That was a good one. And listen to some, some tunes. Some tunesies. Sorry, guys. I just kind of cheers you there. Hopefully I didn't fucking blow your eardrums out. Um, okay. Now into something a little bit more light. Miller. Okay, Miller Lite. Um, Don't mind if I do. What I really like right now that's happening in social media, and if you're not a fan of this, you're a fucking terrorist. Real name memes. The that, it's it's fucking pleasantly great. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, it's so enjoyable to look at. It really is. Oh my god. Jeez. I just pulled a practical joke. <laughs> He just, he just pulled a practical joke. Fuck. That was loud. Um, so the real name memes is, is great. If you don't have any idea what the real name memes are, uh, I'm sure you've scrolled across them, and it's like uh, a Google search, and it's like, what's Cardi B's real name? Yeah, and then it'll show a funny name that someone created, and they're, next they to are a, hysterical. Next to a picture of who the, next of the, to person, person, of yeah. the person who's they're, they're Google searching. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna read you a couple some of our favorites. Or, yeah, we're gonna definitely go through some of our favorites. Uh, most of them are all artists, like musical artists, musicians. But they're all celebrities, nonetheless. Yeah, they're all celebrities for sure. And like, we can start off with Cardi B. And this one is by far one of my favorite ones out of the list that we have. And Cardi B's real name, according to the real name memes, is Cardigan Backyardigan, <laughs> which which I, I I don't. It's it's like a a, a, a sweater. And like that TV show, the backyard again. Oh yeah, the little that, ones. I didn't even think about that, dude. And she she kind of looks like one of the retorts. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read you one of mine that I really like. It's a uh, what is Mac Miller's real name? What Any is- guesses? <laughs> what you got, dude? Macaroni Miller Light. <laughs> Mac Miller's real name is Mac- Macaroni Miller Light. How <laughs> fucking dude! This one right here, I I legit laughed real hard at T Pain. So T Pain's real name is <laughs> Tylenol Pain Relief, and yeah. I <laughs> when I saw that the first time, I fucking died, dude. I was like, this is the one. They're so clever. Like credit to goes to whoever decided to be like, yo, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good idea. <laughs> Like they blew up, dude, and that's that's genius. It's such a genius idea. I love it. I love it a lot. Now I'm gonna read you my favorite one I've ever come across. Are you ready? This is the one. Yes, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson's real name is Liam Head Shoulders Neeson Toes. <laughs> it's fucking it's so great, funny, man. dude. They're so funny. I I like I can thoroughly enjoy them. <laughs> my favorite one, my favorite one right now, after the conversation that we just had previously, is MGK's, and it was <laughs> what is MGK's real name? And it was Marshall gonna kill me. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I shared the dog shit out of that whenever I seen it. I was just like, oh yeah, we're sharing the fuck out of this one. This one's. This one's worth, and that's the only one I've ever shared. Was that one? So that one's fun. What you got? I like the uh, Post Malone one. Mm. 
which is <laughs> postpone my student loan. <laughs> I really give credit to whoever's coming up with these because I would never in a million genius. years think of them. And some of them are so simple. Yeah. Oh, th- speaking of a simple one, this one's great. The weekend. Uh, <laughs> the weekend. Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> and it sounds so stupid. It does. It, trust me. If you haven't, if you haven't seen them, uh, I, you need to go look them up because they're ten times better when you're looking at the actual meme. And then just two idiots reading them to you. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. It's 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 fucking enjoyable, man. Saturday, Sunday. Weekend's real name. How about Ice Cube? Uh, what's Ice Cubes? They refer to him as Icelandic Cubicle. Oh, fucking. These. I'm telling you, these guys are great. These are all great. Lil Pump. Speaking of Lil Pump, is um, your homeboy Lillian Pumpernickel. That's that's really funny. I enjoy it. But I, I enjoy Lillian Pumpernickel. Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. Do you know what his name is? No. Boward Woward. <laughs> it sounds like like a French poodle's name. Like, Yo, Boward Yayard. <laughs> the Boward Woward. Where is your food, Boward Woward? That's not French. That's like a fucking overweight American. British, maybe. I don't know. Um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z's a good one if you haven't come across that one yet. And it's Jay-Z Wentworth 877 cash now. <laughs> it's my money and I need it now. <laughs> Wasn't that my callback number before? No, yours is Burger and Green. 1-800-999-2626. <laughs> That's what your callback number was. Back when, back when we used to have text messaging... Well, we still have text messaging, but when text messaging used to used to have like the callback number like CB and then a number listed below it, like you couldn't go into your contacts and find the motherfucker. Um, but there, he used to have, and for whatever reason, like I never noticed it. Is I mean, we've been friends since like seventh grade, and this has been happening since he had his first cell phone, and like I'm twenty three years old, which is five years, six years ago, and. He sends me a text, and even six years ago, they used to, they still had the callback numbers on it. And you, <laughs> you sent me a text. I thought it was funny. I screenshotted it. I, it was the era of posting text messages on social media because well, you people think, still do it. You think you and your friend's conversation is beyond everyone else's friend's conversation. Ours so are though. They, they, yeah, they are. Which is why we're doing a podcast because we want you to be a part of our conversations. But. They was like, it's a callback number, and the callback number was there just as it always was. And I, again, like I said, never paid attention. Fast forward 10 years later, somebody's like, like, literally three seconds into this post, someone's like, yo, his callback number, though. And I looked at it, and I laughed hysterically for like 10 minutes. I'm like, how the fuck did I never see this? I have never seen it. And some people that are overseas or whatever don't know what JJ or eight seven. Well, what is it? Burger and Green is, but the know, loyal firm. It's a loyal it's, firm. It's Jesus a Christ. law firm to make it easy. <laughs> oh my god! We're like talking like second graders up here today. A um, couple more. We got three more for you guys for the real name memes before we get into another topic. Ludacris. Real name: Ludacris Cross Applesauce. <laughs> Ludacris Cross Applesauce. It sounds like some fucking pie that you'd order from, like, a Georgia bakery. 
Well, crisscross applesauce is that hopscotch game or jump rope game, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think that's how girls sit. Isn't that what the, what they say whenever they that's, cross their legs? Crisscross applesauce. That's so like whatever they wear style. a skirt. No, you can't sit Indian style when you have a skirt on. Bet. <laughs> Your whole vagina's out. They can still do it though. Yeah, but like whenever you have a skirt on, you tell girls to sit crisscross. Yeah, but when you're like when you say shit like that, you're like four. No one's looking at your slam ham when you're four. <laughs> Let's just change the name of the whole episode to Slam Ham. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck's this? Honey roasted, my dudes. Honey roasted. That honey roasted Slam Ham. And be prepared for the holiday slam ham that comes around at Christmas time. Ho, ho. Ho, ho, slam ham. All right. What about TI? Oh, dude. Texas Instruments TI-84 Graphics Calculator is TI's real name. It, that's just too absurd for me. That's way too absurd. Okay, way last one. Still funny, though. Still laugh. Do you want me to tell you? Yep. Okay. DJ Khaled's real name is Dow Jones Kaleidoscope. Uh... Just in case anyone was wondering. <sighs> All right. Before we jump into this next topic, which is kind of big in it, our it area. A, it's a big topic in our area for sure, Pittsburgh area. Uh, how about we do a beer chug? I'm with it because we're 40-some minutes in. Let's just let's fucking go. Here it goes. Cheers. Mostly sober. Beer chug. Beer chug. <sighs> Jesus, man. That's good. It's good stuff. All right. Well, Sunday kicks off the start of the 2018-2019 NFL football season. Be- beautiful time of the year. It's a beautiful oh, it's time of the year. As a matter of fact, first game's tomorrow. Oh, it is. Eagles and Falcons? Yes. Oh, yeah. I am really looking forward to watching what, that. What else is tomorrow? I don't know. Something I don't know. We'll leave on. that unsaid. <laughs> um, it's just unwritten. It's unwritten. Natasha Bedingfield. But... <laughs> We're from Pittsburgh, and as I'm not a diehard Steeler fan, I I kind of despise the Steelers, but I still like to talk about this because it's, it's a good, ridiculous. It's a good topic. It's, it's a ridiculous. good topic, yeah. Le'Veon uh, Bell not going to camp or participating in any team activities. At all. At all. But yeah, it's just, this is mesmerizing to me, and you probably have a lot more to say about it than I do. Uh, I'm I'm way more into hockey than I am in football, and for you, I feel like they're kind of even. They're even sports for you. I pay attention to hockey more than I do other football teams. Okay, but like you, the Eagles are my watch, favorite sports yeah, team. Yeah, you'll watch multiple teams in hockey and not care. Oh yeah, no, I can sit down and watch. I, I love the sport way more. I can sit down and watch a Colorado Avalanche versus Phoenix Coyotes and be totally fine with it. I'm not yeah. watching a Buffalo Bills Miami Dolphins fo- football game. <laughs> Ever. Fuck you, <laughs> not once. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I watch every Wednesday night rivalry night. I watch every fucking NHL broadcast I can. But when it comes to football, it's like okay if it's on, like you know, I'm not going to go out of my way. But sometimes um, I don't even watch Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes I don't watch the Super Bowl either, which is the most watched thing that happens all year round. It's the Super Bowl. But Le'Veon Bell not going to practice in Pittsburgh is a huge, huge topic that's covering sweeping the nation, Steeler Nation, so to speak. Um, now, as a quote-unquote Steelers fan, how does this make you feel? Uh, for me, um, I have 100% full-blown confidence in James Conner taking the reins as the starting run- running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't have not one problem with him 
going, you know, going with it. I think Le'Veon Bell is being extremely childish and extremely unprofessional, and I think this should this should shy other teams away from wanting him. Like, this is not the way that you want to go out. It's like quitting a job without putting in a two weeks notice. Like, it's a very unprofessional thing to do from somebody uh, who's holding out for more money. You're being you're being a childish baby, in my opinion. Is he the best running back of all time? I don't no. know. Um, but does he have potential to be? Okay, maybe. But the fact of the matter is, is Steelers' offensive line is still doing some work for him. They're it, doing all the work for him. To doing all the work for him, and and you know, yes, he's a great running back. Even after he gets out of the out of the holes that are made for him, he's still incredible to watch. His patience is unbelievable. But there are other running backs out there where it's are just as good and just have a shittier offensive line. Oh, one hundred percent. And the thing of it is, I'm I have full blown confidence in James Conner. Okay, I don't think I personally don't think that he can handle. 100% of the load, they're going to have to either get a solid back or solid third, quote-unquote, third string right now. Yeah, 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 right. I'm not even sure what the, how the Steelers running back situation depth, is. I'm not sure how deep That's they are. That's as far as I back. know. I know well, who's our fullback, Knicks. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, the, the fact of the matter is is that they probably would need to find another. He's not going to be able to go all season. and Or not. Well, he can't. He can't not miss all season. He has to show up by week 10 if he wants the season to count for him. Right. Which, by the way, every game that Le'Veon Bell misses, the Steelers are going to receive $856,000 plus some change back to their salary cap. So this will give them the opportunity to find that good third string, air quotes, running back that would take um, James Conner's place as the second string and move James Conner's up to the first string running back. Um, that's I just I just don't understand like why he actually thinks that Pittsburgh will pay him this money. Yeah. When he's he's a he's a reliable running back, but he's not a reliable person. If right. you look at this, he has been busted for uh, substance abuse twice. Mm. If he gets he's one puff away from being suspended for an, a whole year. Yeah. No matter where, no matter what team he plays for. Is this why you think he might be holding out that he can't pass a drug test? <laughs> That's very maybe, but I would say not likely. Okay. As uh oh, that's very hard to say because he do he do he do love his weed. He do love his weed. He's always with was Kali, wizard, Kalizard, <laughs> wizard, califragil, califragilistic expialidocious. Yeah, but I mean, like seriously, if he gets caught one more time, he's done. He's, he's done for a, year, for a year. For a year, and that's a fucking big financial hit. Yeah. Well, I mean, for him. <laughs> For him, it's probably... I mean, obviously, a whole year salary is probably really shitty for someone who's living that lifestyle. Yeah, plus your game checks. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you miss if out If you a win lot. a game, your win, your win checks, and plus all your endorsements. Right. You yeah, you miss, out on, you miss out on a bunch not being around. Um, and, and what's crazy about it is, I mean, that's true. He might not be able to pass a drug test and. Uh, who knows? Who knows uh, as far as what's what the situation is with everything? Again, I think it's immature and irresponsible and unprofessional of him to not be showing up at practice or any of the activities that the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing. But um, could it be because of substance abuse? He doesn't want to get suspended for a year. You miss two or three weeks, let the weed wear off if he can, and then go back in and be like, hey, I'm here. But... Um, the Steelers' offensive line isn't really happy and extremely disappointed, as well as the, sco- the oh, coaching they're, staff. They're pissed. Um, they're pissed, pissed. 
You know who else is piss pissed? The people who pick Le'Veon Bell first in their fantasy draft. <laughs> those people are fucking mad. R.I.P. to those teams. Le- <laughs> Le'Veon ring my bell is definitely not going to go first place in your your uh, your fantasy hockey or football league. Fantasy hockey league is on my mind because we're going to make one after we're done recording this podcast. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm really now, there's, excited. There's some, uh, there's some quotes out there from the uh, Steelers offensive line that uh, are kind of mean, if yeah. you want to look at it. Like, it's not the way you typically talk to a teammate. Yeah. Uh, for instance, the center, Marquise Pouncey, said, uh, it's just stupid. You can't play football like that, is a quote from Marquise Pouncey. And it's it, very true. I mean... He's not playing football at all, first off. And for him, you know, missing the 10 weeks, you say he has to play eight or six weeks in order for it to count as a season for him. Yes. Um, so he could, by all means, miss all 10 weeks, but that's going to cost him close to eight, well, $8 million plus some change. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's dumb. You're that's holding dumb. out and losing that much money? Yeah. For I what? I don't even have one million dollars to lose. Because, what, dude, what's, if been, I lose... what's been going on around around the league though? Are all these blockbuster deals? You see it every day. Because they're blockbuster pay- players, and those teams have the money to spend it on. Right. The Steelers don't have that kind of money, especially with the folks that they have on their team. Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. You know, these guys are fucking. Jane, Jesse James is going to want more money here in a few years. Uh, I, I, don't, I, th- I think he. He'd be all right with taking less to stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but we always had a thing for big white guys as a tight end for whatever reason. You have things for big white guys every day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I mean, regardless, uh, you know, you you can't you can't do that. Uh, Ramon Foster actually had a pretty nice quote. Um, he said, "What do you do? Here's a guy that doesn't give a damn. I guess we'll treat it as such." I hate that it came to this. Another strong quote that he said, and this is the one that kind of put the nail in the coffin for me and was just like, James Conner's going to take the reins. Uh, Ramon Foster said, he's making it seven times what I make and twice as much as Villanova makes. And we're the guys that are actually out there doing it for him. That They're the guys out there making the holes for this guy. Yeah, exactly. They're blocking for him. They could hike. Ben can hike the ball, hand it off to Brown, or not Brown, but Bell, and nobody blocks. What yeah. happens if nobody blocks? He's Where's, shit. He ain't going nowhere. He is shit out of luck if that happens. And I mean, oh, the, I'd love to see it. It'd be ESPN top ten. Oh, they, uh, if he comes back, they should do it on purpose. At least one play. Yeah, right. One like play. the offensive line, just say, "Oh fuck it, chop block, psych." Miami did that to one of their quarterbacks. I can believe it. Being a dick, and they hiked the ball and just stood there. I can believe it. I mean, that's just something that you can't treat those guys like that, especially your your offensive line. Your offensive line. We'll get to another quote that's really important. That, Wait, your uh, that's star going down player. The path that I'm going to. Your star player, and people look up to you, and you're supposed to be this role model. Fucking act like it. Right. You show you, some respect for the people who are out there protecting you, you. You want 17 million? They're offering you 15. What the fuck is wrong with 15 million? Nothing. Not a, not a damn thing. Can I have like? One of those millions, I'll <laughs> yeah. be fine for life. Yeah, just give me one of those millions. Uh, David DeCastro had a pretty nice quote. We all thought he'd be here today. He's making us all look stupid. Um, very true. Uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, I hope. But no one's really, like, shedding tears over the fact that Le'Veon Bell didn't show up to practice or to anything throughout the entire preseason. 
Um, I think they're more so just disappointed in the fact that, hey, man, we're friends. We're teammates. We we have camaraderie together. We need to... Yeah, we're supposed to have each other's back. Yeah, and that's not the case. And my favorite quote is landed by Ben Roethlisberger, um, the big QB and the, the leader of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is the offensive line is more important than Le'Veon Bell. They're more important than any skill player, including myself. And the fact that your offensive line feels the way that they feel due to the previous quotes says a lot about where the team's mindset is, if you ask me. Yeah. They hate his guts. Very, yeah. Again, unprofessional, irresponsible, immature individual Le'Veon Bell. You heard it here on the Most Sober Podcast. Um, for I mean, what it's worth... Yeah, for, they what first game starts Sunday. Yeah, uh, players have until 4 p.m. on Saturday to to place. They have until 4 4 p.m. to show up to be eligible to play on the, that Sunday. And one of my favorite things that happened uh, in the media the other day was, well, what's your answer if Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up? Coach Tomlin says, James. Oh, yeah. Mr. Connor is going to get the, a heavy load of the carries. Yes. Yes, he will. Uh, with Le'Veon, Ball, Le'Veon Bell being out, especially, I mean, okay, not really a big deal in week one for the Pittsburgh Steelers um, to be missing Le'Veon Bell first off for playing the, the Cleveland Browns. I hate that everybody's underestimating Cleveland, man. Uh, oh, yeah. I Everybody mean, is. That's that's a statement that's been going on forever. But, again, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are – historically able to play down to the level of their opponents no matter what. It's like every game's always interesting because they're like, we can dilly-dally around because we're playing the brands. Yeah, they got their ass beat by the Bears last year. Jesus. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we played below our standards. Love every minute of it. Played to the same standards against as our, as our um, opponents are. But. Now, I want to get this off my chest. It's not necessarily that I hate the Steelers. You hate Steeler fans. I can't stand Steeler fans. Yeah. Like I'm probably Steeler the most fans. tolerable Steeler fan there is. I mean, because you're not sucking all the dicks. No, I don't. I, which is the first time I think you've ever said this on a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you're sitting. If I, I, I know people are sitting like around saying that Roethlisberger is the best quarterback in the league, the best quarterback of all time. No. Which don't get me. He's a franchise he's player. He's a he's a great player. Great quarterback. Not easily. the best of all time. He might even be the best. Steelers quarterback of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Well, You're Terry, disrespecting fucking I'm, Tommy Maddox like that? <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, more Cordell like Cordell Stewart? Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these guys, phenomenal. Landry Jones. Like, I mean, where did he go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking obviously. Save a lot? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to get sponsored by fucking Nike. Um, so. <laughs> All right, with that being said, I think we pretty much covered all we wanted to today I with these agree. trending topics for the past week. Yeah, this was a this is a very interesting time. We've been like waiting for a, a good storm of energy to hit social media that we can tackle a few things at once that's been flooding your social media feeds and timelines. And this was definitely the week. Like every time I open it up, it was the same four topics, and I'm just like. This is great. Especially, I was really impressed with Eminem and MGK, and then the Colin Kaepernick thing happened at the beginning of the week, and that's our decision. We were like, we got to do social media again. Let's do it. And here it is. So next time things pop off on social media, you'll hear another episode of Social Media Breakdowns. 
um, from us here at Mostly Sober. But uh, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and you can find me at real underscore deal underscore O'Neill on Twitter and Instagram, and just search Travis O'Neill on Facebook, T-O'Neill89 on Snapchat. And if you're looking on PS4, you can find me with the same handle as Twitter and Instagram. Zach, where can they find you at, buddy? I am Yuhas himself on all social media platforms. Beautiful, beautiful. You can listen to the podcast on whatever the hell you're listening to it on now. If you want to try something different, we're on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play Podcasts, and probably just about any other app you can imagine. Uh, so take a listen to us there and find us on all social media as well just by searching Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm sure you'll come across it. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Rate us on whatever the fuck you're listening to us on. And we'll catch you next time. Cheers to you guys. We'll see you. Go Eagles. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>